You're listening to the Joy of Preparedness podcast from July 5th, 2015. And in this segment, Scott Hense is talking about the Cajun Zydeco Festival on September 12th at the Ives Park in Sebastopol and his soon-to-be new role as president of the Sebastopol Sunrise Rotary Club. And we have the opportunity to hear some of the music that will be, you know, hopefully played by the musicians at the um, Cajun Zydeco Festival. Your love for me Now we're going to talk about how you can have some fun and uh, contribute to your community and to the planet. We want to talk about Cajun. Indeed. Well, as we're talking about, the Rotary uh, does a lot of good things in the world. And one of the things we do uh, to, to make those good things happen is to try and raise money as best we can. We have our club has two different uh, fundraising Events during the year. We have a, a food and wine event called Guys Can Cook that happens in May. And then in September, every year, the first Saturday after Labor Day, we have the Cajun Zydeco Festival. Um, let's see, the history would be yeah. 20 years ago, there was only one Rotary Club in Sebastopol, and they started a, a fundraiser event. Cajun Zydeco Festival. They hired a few local Zydeco bands and brought in, I don't know what kind of food they had. And it was small and it was fun. And, and I went to it. I wasn't a member of the club then, but I went to the festival. It was over um, in the Laguna there at the uh, at the Little League uh, park, yeah. park. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm all nervous. I'm on the radio here. Yeah, oh, God, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be excited um, nervous too. Anyway, and it just grew from that. It became very, very popular. It became very, very large over at Laguna. At some point, the two, the, the big Rotary Club split into two Rotary Clubs, and the Morning Club kind of inherited this festival. Um, I joined the club, as I found out last week, 10 years ago. Can you imagine wow. that? So I got involved with this right away because I had a real uh, interest in the music. And the rest of the band said, I mean, the rest of the club said, Great, Scott, you go hire the bands then. So I've been having good fun hiring the band ever since. Um, we get maybe between, it's hard to say how many people come to the the festival, but it's, it's between 1,500 and 2,000 people, which is, I don't know, it sounds like a lot in Ives Park, but it's actually pretty comfortable now. Right. I mentioned we started at Laguna, but now we've moved to Ives at the center of town. Um, it's a one-day festival on a Saturday. It starts at 11.30, ends at 7.00. Um, we set up under the redwood trees, a big shade so nobody gets cooked. We set up a big wooden dance floor. So, uh, that's a very popular thing. Everybody dances all day long. We make our own food at this festival. If you go to a lot of other music festivals, they have vendors making 
different kinds of food, which is fine. But we decided we wanted to make our own. We had enough expats from Louisiana and Texas in the club, so we knew how to make gumbo and etouffee and uh, red beans and rice. This year we're going to have shrimp po'boys. We're going to have beignets. We're going to have some barbecue, some oyster shooters, hurricanes and margaritas. Uh, Boletto wines will be featured as well as Lagunitas beer. Lagunitas is always very good to us. They donate the beer. Um, Zydeco music uh, is something from Louisiana. It's sort of blues, but not. It's sort of rock and roll, but not. It's sort of uh, regional, but not. It's real easy to understand. It's very, very danceable music. The father of Zydeco, as we all know, was Clifton Chenier. And I looked it up and found that if he were alive today, he'd be turning 90 years old this year. So I thought, well, this has to be the year we do a Clifton Chenier uh, tribute show. This also happens to be our 20th show. So big 20th annual show, big Clifton Chenier tribute show. I couldn't wait. I went out and I looked around to see who was out there who was still played with Clifton back in the day. And I found that Paul Littlebuck Senegal, who was his guitar player, who was touted as the best guitar player in Zydeco back in the day, played for Clifton Chenier for 17 years. And I found this guy on Facebook, believe it or not. (laughs) And I said, hey, do you want to come from your home in Opelousas to Northern California and play your Zydeco in our little park? And he said, sure. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Then I contacted my friend Mark St. Mary. He's a guy who has a great Louisiana blues and Zydeco band down in uh, the East Bay, Alameda, I think, someplace like that. And he's quite the Clifton Chenier uh, disciple, knows all the songs, plays just like him. In fact, he's even called the Delta King. It's the California Delta, but he's the Delta King. Yes. Clifton Chenier was the king of Zydeco, and, uh, and they crowned Clifton. They gave him a crown, and he would wear this crown on stage. It was very exciting. And uh, Mark St. Mary has a crown, too. Anyway, he's going to play with uh, Buck Senegal. So the last half of the show is going to be a big Clifton Chenier tribute that's really going to rock. It's, there's a lot of excitement surrounding this. Um, the opening band, Jimmy Bro, is going to come. He's going to play his Cajun accordion for us all. He's, he is spectacular. He used to play with a band called Beausoleil. Maybe some of you have heard of Beausoleil, a very famous band uh, with uh, Michael Doucette fronting it. At some point, Beausoleil decided they didn't want an accordion in the band. Don't. You know, they didn't ask me because I wouldn't have voted that way. But so Jimmy Bro is playing on his own now. He played a couple for a couple years ago for us. He was very excited. And he was calling me and wanted to come back and play. So he's very motivated. And then after he plays, Curly Taylor and Zydeco Trouble is going to come on and play. They're very popular. He's, he's a young, real good-looking guy. Not that everybody on the stage isn't good-looking, you understand. That's right. But Curly is, is quite, the, quite the good-looking guy. The girls love Curly. He takes his shirt off and he plays his guitar. He's, just, he's an, uh, a young, up-and-comer, kind of up-tempo stuff. So, so that's the band. Jimmy, Curly, then Mark St. Mary, and uh, Paul Senegal. So we have a. You want to play a little Paul Senegal? Yeah, sure. Great. Yeah. um, Shaking the Zydeco. Yeah, put that on. Okay. That'd be great. Here we go. Get this worked out. (laughs) So, as I understand it, our little festival is known nationally. Yeah, it is. It's known nationally. Yeah, the bands call me from Louisiana and want to come play. We've got a great reputation. 
We want to make sure that the listeners know of the website www.winecountrycajun. K, no, it's not K, it's C A J U N dot com. Winecountrycajun.com. You can go on the website, it'll connect you to the the folks that are selling the tickets so you can get them online or you can get them at the gate there's always plenty of tickets at the gate and you can go to Pacific Market and buy them there they're $22 in advance and 25 bucks at the gate um, as you could tell by the music we were just playing it's a very very danceable music and Zydeco dancing is a very specific kind of dancing now I don't do the dancing I like the music a lot and I go out on the floor and I pretend to dance. And everybody's okay with that. But the people who really know how to do this are fascinating to watch. It's kind of a box step, two step thing. And they just have so much fun. There's so much joy in this music that, uh, and, and you're out there in the park under the redwoods. It's just a day to remember. Um, there's another kind of Zydeco dancing that they'll also do, and those are waltzes. So there's a waltz where the whole uh, dance floor kind of swirls like the ocean because there's a lot of movement going like that. And then they'll do a two-step, and then they'll go back and do a waltz. And then they'll throw in a reggae or maybe a a rock and roll song. Um, One thing that's interesting, another thing that's interesting, is that there's never a break in the action. The band plays, and then when they stop, uh, Dana DeSimone comes from... Alameda area, and he's a great dance instructor, so he gives a little dance instruction to people who want to do it, and it's very popular. So he does that for 20 minutes, another band plays, and then he comes out and does a little more instruction, and then the other band plays. So there's never a break in the action. There's always something going on up front there. Um, Let's see, what is it? Oh, I should mention that kids under 12 are free. Um, There is an alcohol event, so it isn't necessarily for kids, but there are a lot of kids that come. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you do there outside of just enjoy the show? Well, and the different foods that you were talking about too, right? I mean, that's, that's yeah, I look forward to that all year. Yeah. Here's something that we have that I don't think anybody else in the area has, and that's live crawfish. Now, they're not live when you eat them. <laughs> they're live when we get them, and we boil them on the spot with certain spices and, you know, with corn and potatoes, and they call that a crawfish boil. So you get them, and, uh, and don't worry, we have instruction how to eat them for you Californians. <laughs> But it's pretty easy, and, and it's really wonderful and delicious. And then, as I mentioned before, we have beignets, which is, for for you people who don't know what a beignet is, it's sort of a donut fried bread thing with sugar on it. It's spectacular. And you have to, we have to wait until then to see this. One thing I wanted to point out was, remember, we were talking about rotary earlier. I mean, I should have mentioned a little more about rotary. <laughs> but the point is that you can come, you can dance, you can eat, you can drink beer, and it all goes to charity. It's it's a, it's one of those win-win situations. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and it's from 11 to 7. It's from 11 so to 7, you're yeah. winning, It's a win-win from 11 to 7. <laughs> so you're out of there before uh, it gets dark, you know? Right, right. Um, there's plenty of free parking all over town. This is in the same town, the same place that we have the Apple Blossom Fair. Mm-hmm. Right. Ives Park, right there by the pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear it from my place. Yeah, ah, I hear that's the right. Music. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. We send we send letters to the surrounding the people who live around the edge of the show, and invite them to come, and they all come and love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. you know I grew up in 
I don't tell this everybody. I grew up in Los Angeles. The people there would hate it. They would just, you know, they would just, they're hateful people. Up here, it's a joyful thing that people come and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, I look forward to it all year. I'm surprised at the waltz part. I mean, I I thought that it was all, like, just really fast. I mean, so I I don't know the Zydeco. Oh, no, you don't know the Zydeco. Yeah, Yeah, no, there's one thing is that you can't dance that fast all the time. (laughs) You know, you got to take a break. Mm -hmm. And you're not necessarily that close to your girlfriend, whereas the waltzes, there's a lot of closeness going on. Mm -hmm. So um, it kind of fills many needs there Uh on the the, uh, Uh dance floor. I see. see. In the stage, we have a, a professional sound guy who comes and turns it up. You know, I'll be doing the emceeing. So if any of you hear this uh, show and want to say hi, I hope you do. Yeah. And ask for his autograph. Yeah. And and <laughs> I, as an emcee, I always wanted to do the thing where you go, somebody scream, and everybody screams. I got to do that last time. This time I'm thinking, stage dive, right? Stage <laughs> dive. I've never done that. So stay tuned for stage dive. Wow. Yeah. But show up for that. They just let me drop, wouldn't they? <laughs> Let me land on my head. Not your fellow Rotary. <laughs> did, did you talk about the oysters shooters? The oyster shooters, indeed. That's vodka and oysters. And frankly, I've never understood that personally. <laughs> I mean, I like vodka, I like oysters. You put them together and you don't have either one. But a lot of people really love them, the slimy oyster thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the margaritas and the, um, the hurricanes are all I really need. <laughs> that and my buddies at Lagunitas, you know, they're going to name a beer after me soon. Why is Bolito Wines featured? Boletto. Well, Boletto. John Boletto is a member of the morning club. Yeah. So he uh, sells us his wine for for wholesale, and everybody loves it. It's not necessarily a wine event. You know, just like everything else in the county is a wine event. But we have it there because, you know, some people can't. Can't live without their wine, but uh, there's there's plenty of beer. We have the other kind of swag too. You know, we have T-shirts and stuff. You know, and uh, all the profits for everything go to all the wonderful things we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for that one day though, I'm not thinking about grants or giving the money away. I'm just thinking about having a good time with all my friends. I mean, you see the same faces over and over as well as you see people coming from uh, Oregon. I, I know a fellow who comes from Canada to see this. A lot of people come up from San Francisco, Sacramento. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's been going on long enough, too. You 20 know, years? It's, yeah, 20 years. Some uh-huh. pretty serious history. Did you mention before, like, the number of people, or is that not known? Or? Well, we sell about 1,500 tickets, uh-huh. but there's generally another five, six, seven hundred volunteers and other folks there. Oh um, there's, we set up a large area of just tables and chairs for people to just sit and eat and listen. Mm-hmm. And then there are other folks that you know crowd onto the dance floor and the whole dance floor kind of moves all at once. It all bounces up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like no other dancing you've seen because it's, it's freestyle, but it's it's I don't know. You got to see this. Yeah, if yeah. you if you get, go on YouTube and look up Zydeco dancing, you'll see these people doing it. It's just it's amazing. Mm, mm. And do you use that stage that was talked about earlier? That yeah, you guys built? yeah. We use the rotary stage. It's a permanent stage. Yeah, right, right. and we set up a big uh, a big shade over that and mm. uh, and get that going. And then the wooden dance floor. You know, everybody always compliments on the dance floor. 
That's great. Because I guess if you're going to dance, you want to do it on a wooden floor. You said it bounces up and down. It's safe. The wooden floor doesn't. <laughs> no, no. The wooden floor doesn't bounce. The people bounce. The people oh, bounce. oh. Yeah. The people are bouncing. Yeah, yeah. I misunderstood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we have, you know, local celebrities attend. It wouldn't be right for me to mention them, I think. But uh, but they uh, they come and, and we set up a, the extra little special spots for the local celebrities to come and watch. Uh, and sometimes they sit in. On the stage, um, yeah. We it, have some musicians in this area. We have a few. Yeah. We have a few. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of them will come backstage just to meet the talent. I mean, Buck Senegal is a member of the Louisiana Hall of Fame, and everybody knows this guy. He's a living legend. So there are people who would just drop by and say, I can't stay. I just wanted to say hi to Buck, you know. Because wow. in years past, we've had C.J. Chenier, and who is Clifton's son, or uh, Terrence Simeon, and Queen Ida. All these people have played for us. Uh, Chubby Carrier, Nathan Williams. It goes on. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, remember, what website is it? WineCountryCajun.com. Dot com. That's right. And and you can buy t- tickets for yourself or your friends. You can give them away as gifts. Yeah. And when, whenever you do, you're contributing to Rotary's uh, charitable activities. Yeah. So so do it, people. Yeah. 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 It's a great way to make a difference and have fun at the same time. It's, and I haven't gone before, so I'm going to actually go this year. Okay. September 12th. I will, I will find out about it. September 12th. September 12th. 11.30. Ives Park. To seven. Eleven thirty seven. Why does eleven thirty seven at seven? Well I'd like to go all night personally. <laughs> but the uh the locals kinda you know, they wanna go to bed. There's old people who wanna go to bed, you know. But actually, uh I think more practically we wanna clean up the park before it gets dark. Right. So that's kind of when we stop it. Mm-hmm. Um it's still so. seven seven plus hours. That's pretty good. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. It goes by it goes by day. real fast. It goes by real fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else? What else do we need to know about this? Hmm. There must be more. I'd like to find out about, like, what what does an incoming president of the Rotary... I'm looking forward to that, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been going to the meetings for, you know, as I mentioned, 10 years, mostly just enjoying myself and talking to my friends and listening to what they've got to say and then going about my business. And suddenly now I'm going to the meetings, actually paying attention (laughs) to how how it's being done. But the president also has to run the board meetings and work on the budget. And, you know, these are things that I will have to learn. Right. Rugi, you'll yeah, help me. That's right. <laughs> um, and so, do you see? A, is it a fairly big time commitment? I mean, you go to the meetings now, yeah. so that's something. You're obviously well. You know, it's funny when it, I don't necessarily think of myself as a morning person. I mean, I don't mind getting up early, but it isn't something I do. Kind of every, I don't get out and walk at six or something. You know, like so many people do. But I got used to this getting up uh, and getting to the meetings at the Wednesday at seven, and now I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Now I plan yeah. my week around it, you know. It's really it's only an hour in the morning and it actually kind of wakes you up. And it also kind of how can I put this? Keeps you adult on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> you cannot be less than adult Tuesday night if you're going to get up Sunday morning. So it kind of helps me in that regard too. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. some of the other things that you do that I'm not I'm really going to have to learn is you kind of have to be a uh a, a cheerleader for rotary and for all of these things and and i have the enthusiasm which is hard for me to express it you know michael i was glad he was on the line there because he can get real specific about the good stuff that we do i mean the telemedicine thing is is amazing 
just mm-hmm. how it started so small and became so big and benefits so many people, mm-hmm. you know, and I can say, uh, I'm part of that. I can say that I helped that just by being there mm-hmm. and being a worldwide organization. One Rotary club can work with the other Rotary club. And we can cut right through the red tape, you know. We don't have to. I remember when there was the big uh, hurricane in, right. uh, in New Orleans. Our Rotary Club just went right to the Rotary Clubs there and started helping the people. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have to go through the government. You know, as much as I love the government, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, you know, we can kind of do things to make a difference on our own. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for local community stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, are you hearing that? You you should do something, as I said in the beginning. Well, I don't know if you should, because no. if if I have to talk you into it, then I just assume you don't. <laughs> but, if you, but if you feel it and you're find, trying to figure out a way to use your energies in a positive way to, to help your fellow man, you know, this is a great way to do it. Plus, as I say, I, I made a lot of really good friends. Mm-hmm. That I hope will continue after my my yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, after your year is up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we'll still all be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So you're pointing out the doodles over here. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just something I do when I, when I'm not working for free for Rotary. I'm an art department. I have an art studio downtown. What types uh-huh. of things do you do? Yes, tell us. Tell us. Uh, well, I didn't know I'd be talking about me, but I'm a, uh, I, I'm a sculptor. I. I produce prototypes for manufacturing companies Mm -hmm. so a toy company or a giftware company will call me up and say we just bought the license for winnie the pooh we need you to do a a three inch tall winnie the pooh to be reproduced in ceramic and so i sculpt it and then i get approval from in winnie the pooh's case disney and when they say it's okay you know make his eyes bigger make his nose smaller i do all that and then i make a mold cast a urethane copy and send it off to the manufacturing company and they make a million of them right. yeah oh. so it's, so it's, it's work for hire you know i'm not getting a piece of anything right, i right, just right. get paid that way right. so and but is that what you've been doing all along that's yeah. what I, i've never done anything else yeah really? when i when i very first started doing this i was doing action figures remember the the ninja turtles sure mm-hmm. Uh, that was me. Yeah, the uh, man, the toy companies back then, they didn't uh, have a lot of sculptors on staff because it was a new idea. You know, toy sculpture. Mm-hmm. I mean, before that, you had done dolls and things, and then He Man came along and mm-hmm. um, kind of revolutionized the way little boys played. And then uh, Ninja Turtles happened, and now everybody wanted to make action figures. So that's what I did that way for a long time until suddenly kids stopped playing with toys entirely. Now they just play with video games. Yeah. So there's not so much work for sculptors anymore. But uh, for a time, it was was great. Now I'm, uh, as I say, on Main Street there making toys. Wow, that's great. So this has really set you up then to be president of the Rotary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I get the joke, but I... (laughs) I appreciate the the feeling behind it. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. and that that was also kind of part of the what I had to break out of, you know, because as an art department guy working for manufacturing companies in, in some other state, I'm mostly, you know, in my cloister in my little house or my little office, just doing my little work. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rotary is this kind of a social event. You have to find a way to work with other people. Huh. Right. Adopt. Right. Never right. any something I was particularly good at. <laughs> yes. 
you have to adapt as well as adopt. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But I think that, you know, the, the creativity was the place that's where I was going, was that, you know, the sense of being Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Working with that. Well, it's interesting. When I, when I joined the club as an artist, <laughs> I mean, I didn't really think I had anything to really contribute outside of my, my sparkling personality and my... And my uh, Which is considerable. And my dues. You know, it's like, it's like 250 bucks a year. The dues is not a big deal, but it's something. And you get fined. Um, right? I mean, well, yeah, you, it's but. part of the fine. The fining is kind of a game they play right. to raise more money, I and mean, it's part of the due, so it isn't on top of anything. But then uh, I found that I could contribute to this this uh, fundraising event because I knew the music, and because I have an art department, I could make the programs and the posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it turns out I could contribute after all. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's exciting. But it is. It's working good. Yeah. And I think that's probably true of virtually anybody who comes to Rotary and has some kind of skill that they can put together. One of the things I didn't mention that I really enjoy about the um, the fundraising event is that we do it together. And there is not a professional uh, promoter in the group. We're all you know, lawyers and real estate agents and, and regular people. Uh, you know, doctors and dentists. But we all get together and we put on this spectacular show, um, filling in all the holes and dealing with all the little emergencies as they come up and uh, finding the sponsors and and uh, and dealing with the, the people as they come in and dealing with the city forms to fill out and the fire department and the police department. And, and we do it. And it comes out great. And afterwards, it's just such a satisfying thing to know that, you know, this group of folks got together and did this important thing. And now we have a handful of money to give away. Right. It's uh, yeah. yeah, it's very, very cool. cool. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, so Scott. We're coming up on the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Play more music. Okay. <laughs> but we will. We, we will, will. But we want to make uh, just announcements of the next two meetings. Right. Two meetings. Two radio shows. Um, and we can do the cow. You want to do the cow, dear? There we go. Very good. So August, I, uh, I hope, I hope that we. Uh, we'll talk with 211 and about supporting the homeless and more about the Adopt Adapt initiative. And September 6th, we're going to have the American Red Cross and um, dealing with the Spanish, uh, our Spanish-speaking community in Sonoma County. How can we can support the Spanish uh, speakers in disaster preparedness? Because sometimes they get left out. So basically, we're talking about people who sometimes get left out in things and not leaving them out anymore. So please get online uh, to winecountrycajun.com. That's the one I was looking for. Yes, and thejoyofpreparedness.com. And uh, buy tickets, give them away, and you're going to be, even if you don't come, but you should come because it's a lot of fun. and you'll be supporting your community and the planet. Right. And thanks to Scott and to Michael both. You're very welcome. Yeah. Very good program. See you. If I do say so myself, bye, Skip.